So I'm really trying to manifest something. Is it a good joke? <laughs> it is a good joke, but I'm going to use the joke to manifest what I really want. And Paul, oh, okay. all I really want this year is a white Christmas. Okay, that's not a very I just good want joke. S- I just want snow. So this week's joke is, what do snowmen have for breakfast? Ooh. I have no idea. Snowflakes. Ah, I knew it was going to be something <laughs> with flakes. I don't know why I didn't come up with snowflakes. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, snowflakes. Probably with a, like it frozen in ice, so like the ice melts. I don't know, like how how would you substitute milk? I don't know. This is a fire podcast. We don't talk about ice. <laughs> oh, awkward. All right. Well, hi, I'm Bree, and I'm Paul, and this is Signal Twenty Five, a Fire Disney podcast. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> So we're going to jump right into the news this week because we have a lot to go over. Because unlike last week, this week, actually things happen. <laughs> yeah, last week we were struggling to fill any time with new stuff. And then we filled yeah. a bunch of time with FastPass stuff. So this week, <laughs> it's going to be mostly news. Let's go quick. Okay. Uh, the one that no one cares about, especially me, um, Mulan is now available to everyone on Disney+. Plus. So if you paid for it, it sucks to be you this week. Yep, that's the news. I haven't watched it still. <laughs> me either. And I still probably won't. Yeah, no. I think yep, that's the news should be the should be the catchphrase <laughs> for today. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh Downtown Disney, uh I think I mentioned it in the episode saying by the time that the episode comes out, it will already be closed. I was wrong. I was a little early. It closed on <laughs> Friday and we released it like really early Friday morning late Thursday night. So. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will touch on that is I think that there's like the Disney, like the world of Disney store is still open, um, but it's at 20% capacity. And now if you go downtown Disney, you cannot remove your mask for any reason because all of food is closed. So it's literally just you go, you go to a store and you leave like there's is nothing California else Adventure still open or no? I think for shopping um, certain days it is. I know it's not every day and I know that it's also 20% capacity as well. Yep, that's the news. That's that's the news. While we're on the theme of things being canceled and closed for COVID, <laughs> um, Disney Cruise Line officially announced that they will not be sailing again until at least March. Um, my guess, based on all the other cruise industries, is it'll be a lot longer than March. Yes. Hopefully no, because that means that we're doing better. But Yes. Yes, it is closed it's closed till march it should be closed till march it should be closed longer than that it almost certainly will be closed longer than that but we can dream we can dream even though neither of us are going to get on a cruise ship next year nope wait 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 (laughs) hold on hold on i have a i have a you ready yeah we can disney dream get it because that's the name of one of the cruise ships oh there it is that was good thank you (laughs) you're welcome um Paul, do you want to talk about the next piece of news? It's sad. Yeah, I'm not nearly as sad about this as you are. Uh, Freddy O'Disney, it's going to die. Yeah, A listen. Slow, painful death. I haven't listened to to Radio Disney since the Ali and AJ days of Radio Disney, but it was an impactful part of my childhood. So when I was am... the last time you listened to the radio? Like last week when I was driving in the car. Okay, fine. I just listen to podcasts while I drive, so. Okay, listen, the cord was being funky that connects to the Apple CarPlay, and so I didn't want to try to fix it while driving on I-5, so I had to listen to the radio. So, last week, thank you. 
All right. But yeah, so it's sad. Um, it's sad that a part of our childhood is like dying with the rest of our childhood. Bria, I hate to break it to you. We haven't been children in a good while. <laughs> you know, Paul, to be completely honest, just like the date that I never know what it is, I also often forget how old I am. I No, that's me too. Don't. Yeah, you don't have to feel bad about that one. You should feel bad about not knowing what day it is, but you don't have to feel bad about not knowing how old you are. I frequently have to just do the math. I don't even do the math. I'm just like, so like, I'm turning 22 next year. Then I'm like, I am turning 24 next year. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yep, that's the news. That's the news. I don't know anything about this next one. So you oh, okay. Tell it. So this next one, I don't know a ton about it because I couldn't find a ton about it. Um, But so you know how every Christmas morning they have a celebrity or celebrities of sorts be in the Magic Kingdom and they do like songs and performances, even though it's not actually on Christmas, but it's like throughout the parks in December yeah. and you can go. And they recorded it in November. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go be on TV. It's super fun. Obviously, this year because of COVID and no groups or gatherings, they had to come up with something else. So this is like an after hours thing where it's still celebrities, but they're in Disney branded masks, of course, um, doing like a Disney quest throughout the parks to like unlock the holiday magic. It debuts, I think, on ABC. I mean, ABC would make sense. Disney owns it. But yeah, that's all I know. It it they're just trying to do something. Well, that will either be really good and surprisingly interesting, or exactly what I think it's going to be and really boring, and I won't care and I won't watch it. Well, based on the three minutes of the Disney Family Holiday sing along I watched this weekend, okay. I already feel like I know what it's going to be. No, it was All awful. Right. I had yeah, to turn okay. it right off. I said this is bad. <laughs> yep, that's the news. <laughs> But in more exciting news, Spider-Man 3, the new Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man Home something, Spider-Man Work From Home, I don't know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> whatever the third, to, uh, not Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, nope, that's the other Spider-Man 3, whatever the third Tom Holland Spider-Man is called. How so, do you keep track of these? <laughs> there's too many Spider-Man. There's too many. I've got some bad news if you are bad at keeping your Spider-Man straight. Oh, God. The current rumor is they're all going to be in it. Nuh-uh. Yes. Doesn't that break a fourth wall or something? No, because it's Spider-Verse. So you're familiar with the, the movie, the animated movie, Into the Spider-Verse? Yes? No. What? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? It. it won an I Academy Award. I haven't seen it yet. It's so good. It's on Netflix. Paul, I'm watch so it. bad at watching movies. When are you going to realize this? And why is it not on Disney Plus? Because it's not a Disney movie. But it's... <laughs> it's a Sony movie, because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. Don't worry but, about but, it. It's but, fine. But, okay, it, but he's in the Marvel Universe, isn't he? It's very complicated. We'll talk about that some other time. Oh, no. Anyway, long story short, Spider-Man is probably going to have all three Spider-Men. It's also going to have Jamie Foxx, who played Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. He's coming back. Alfred Molina, who played Doc Ock in the original Spider-Man 2. He's coming back. No one really knows how it's going to work. Doctor Strange is going to be in it, so presumably something, something multiverse. Anyway, I'm very excited. Spider-Verse, yay. Yay? <laughs> I feel like I should be excited. I have seen Spider-Man movies in theaters before, but now I genuinely don't know who I've seen. So the original ones, when we were kids, are Tobey Maguire. You I may or may even... not have seen those. 
the slightly more recent ones were The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. That one. I've seen that one. And then the new ones with Tom Holland, Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home, which is why, why? the third one is probably going to be called Spider-Man Home something. Why did Andrew Garfield only get one movie? He got two. There was The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. They were just bad. I feel like I really need to do my homework before we talk about Spider-Man. We'll do. Let's just do a whole episode on Spider-Man and, and we can, it'll be the spider school. Yep, I feel like that'll be perfect. We'll do that. Because I am sitting like, you're like, I mean, this isn't going to be relevant to the podcast because they can't see our video call. But like, I'm sitting like here, except for like 100 yards off camera. And you're sitting like here, knowledge wise. All right. And I'm lost, in other words. It's okay. It'll be all right. Okay. Yep, that's the news. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, the last piece of news is what you've told me about, because I didn't even know this was happening, is the earnings call is on Thursday, December 10th, which is also when this episode's coming out. Paul, since you know all about it, you can talk about it, because I'm sure. still not 100% sure like what it is. Sure. I think I'm wrong. I don't think it is an earnings call. They're calling it the Investor Day, which I think is different from an, an earnings call. I don't understand, because I don't do Wall Street anything. Okay. So... I'll tell you what I do know, which is that it's a four-hour presentation that has already happened by the time you listen to this. So, if you are interested, go look it up. If not, we'll talk about whatever they happen to announce next week, I'm sure. Yes. The rumors are they're going to announce new Star Wars and Marvel projects at the very least, new Disney Plus stuff. I expect to see something from Pixar somehow. Um, Totally. Do we know anything about what's coming after... uh, Yes, we do know what's coming after Soul. And I think it's called Luca. Oh, yes. The baby trailer of a trailer of a trailer came out. I don't know if it was a still... I like. I briefly remember it being like one of those tiny videos. It's like five seconds long. Mm, okay, yeah. So when I say a trailer of a trailer, I mean like a tiny little video clip. It technically was animated, but... Yes. Yeah. Expect to see something from Pixar. We also haven't seen anything of Monsters at Work, which is their Disney Plus show that they're making in the Monsters Monsters Inc. universe. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about that, so I wouldn't be super shocked to see that. I expect we'll get a new trailer for the Disney Plus Marvel shows. They're mostly going to focus on streaming stuff. Yeah, Um, totally. There's not going to be any park stuff in it. When they specifically call out, this is, you know, what we're talking about is the direct-to-consumer streaming. So another big rumor is that they're going to add some sort of adult content, possibly only overseas. No one really knows to Disney Plus. When I say adult content, I don't mean that kind of adult content. (laughs) That would be something else. Um, I'm talking, you know, just R-rated stuff. So Deadpool, um, just other various Fox properties. Disney has released some R movies, though not under the Disney brand, obviously. I was going to say something about Hamilton, but... Nope, that's on Disney Plus. It, no, it is Disney Plus, and uh, I was like, "Isn't it rated R?" Then I was like, "No, they specifically took out two f bombs so that it yep. wouldn't be rated R." There is still one, I think, though, right? Mm-hmm. Well, is that okay. actually a rule that you get one f word? Yeah, so anything over one f word and it has to be rated R. That's actually a rule because I've heard that so many times that it just feels like one of those things that people say is true but may not actually be true. Well, yeah, and I don't even know because. When I look at it, um, the two examples, obviously, that we have that I'm going to use that are relevant to me and probably other people are uh, 
obviously Hamilton, and then in Taylor Swift's new one that she just released on Disney Plus, she doesn't say it at all in hers. So I was like, but okay. There's no actual rating on Disney Plus. Like, they don't, there's no requirement for it to actually right. be rated on Disney Plus. Which is funny because all these movies are coming out exclusively on Disney Plus. So you would think. So unless Disney Plus's rule is just no. That is so. That is their rule. That's Disney's right. rule. Is if it's rated R or a harder PG thirteen, it goes on Hulu. So the the rumor is basically that they're merging Hulu into Disney Plus. How exactly that will work, I do not know. Especially because Hulu is a pretty well-established brand at this point, at least in the United States. I know it's not very popular. If it even, it may not even exist overseas. Um, I think it does in some European countries, like the UK. So uh, uh, it's also possible that they'll just keep Hulu around in the U.S. and places where it already exists, but Mm -hmm. basically build Hulu into Disney Plus elsewhere. Yeah, Um, totally. The the rumor that I've heard, and I think there was even like an official either Instagram or Twitter account created that was already verified for Disney Plus Star, I think is the name that they came up with for it. Something like that. I know that they also own an Indian streaming service whose name I think is also Star. Let me Google this. What? What? So the Star name is not necessarily what's related here. So the Star is a streaming service in India that they own, I think, due to the Fox acquisition. Oh, this gotcha. That makes sense. Here says from August um, that Disney is going to launch a new general entertainment streaming platform overseas in 21 under the Star brand name. Oh. That's going to include content from ABC, FX, Freeform, Searchlight, and 20th Century Studios. So I suspect that that's basically what we just said merging in Hulu to Disney Plus, but calling it Disney Plus Star. I don't know how they're going to keep that out of the reach of children. <laughs> Right. It, like, I wonder if it is going to be like separate logins almost. Like, you know how Netflix has Netflix and then Netflix Kids? So I wonder if it would be yeah. the same idea there. Can you put a password on on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then yes. I think you can. Like I, I mean, they have parental controls, so I assume that Got they it. would. Yeah, probably something like that. Yep, that's the news. That, that is the news. And that's actually the news. Yeah, it is, it is new as you're listening to this. It has already happened and we missed it. That was the fastest we've ever done news on this podcast. I know. Good job, us. High five, virtually. <laughs> so the next thing we want to talk about is really exciting for us. Um, mostly, I think, because it's been such a running joke with everyone in the world this year. Um, I'm sure everyone's heard the jokes of, so I bet you didn't have this on your bingo card. The most memorable moment for me of that was when Murder Hornets got announced and everyone was like, so bet you didn't have Murder murder Hornets on your 2020 bingo card. As we're recording this, and I'm sure it will change by the time it goes up, but the current thing is supposedly someone has said that there is a galactic federation that is just waiting to contact humans until they're ready or something. I don't fully understand. Whatever. I don't. I also don't believe it. But- I don't believe it, but that makes a lot of sense with the TikTok I watched this morning and didn't understand. Um, it was like this guy pretending to be God and like checking in on someone programming the Earth and being like, so do they know it's a simulation yet? And he was like throwing out all these like scenarios. And at the end, he goes, aliens? I don't know. Aliens? <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, I didn't have alien. I did not have a Galactic Federation on my 2020 bingo card. I know, but I thought aliens was such a like April thing back when like they released all of those documents and everyone's like didn't talk about it because it just seemed so fitting. 
Anyway, what a weird year 2020 is. So we're hoping 2021 will be less weird, but let's be real. It's still Earth. So it's still going to be weird because uh, COVID is still happening. And so as a part of that, if we you're have, in America, COVID's still happening everywhere. <laughs> I can tell you five countries that do not have COVID. I didn't. Okay. Not literally everywhere. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> COVID is happening in most of the world. Yes. So we have created a bingo game. <laughs> Specifically uh, for Disney, though, we weren't going to try to tackle all of the weird things that could happen. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. No, that would be that mentally draining to try to come up with all the possibilities of what might happen. Uh, one of them has already happened. The first one that I see yeah. on here on my card. Which one? Downtown Disney has already closed. Well, I guess it says completely. So that's why I added completely because I do anticipate it closing completely in the future. Okay. All right. Based off of the tiers of California that I was reading. So I anticipate that happening. So we'll see. Yep. Um, some of them are more likely than others. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Mickey with a mask on. Just seems inevitable. If it yeah. hasn't already even happened, I don't know. Like, I was thinking, like, a promo when I put that one on there. I was like, you see, like, a sign with Mickey yeah. Mouse wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm sure that somewhere oh, that exists. Someone has totally. someone has made that drawing officially. Check Etsy. <laughs> oh, well, like, I'm I, I'm sure someone at Disney has probably made that oh, drawing. Like, probably, officially. yeah. And if you want to play along and see if you can get Disney COVID bingo, um, what's the prize for winning? Um, I actually was going to come up with a couple of prizes. Oh, okay. So um, so third prize is a sticker with our logo. You're going to print a sticker with our logo. I am. It's only um, a couple of dollars to order through where I created our logo. So, Got it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Third prize is a sticker with our logo. Second prize is a glass of your choice. So like a mug or a wine glass, or a travel mug with our logo on it, because I recently acquired a machine that can do that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, a a drinkware of your choice with our logo on it. And then first prize is you get to pick something to talk about on the podcast, whether it's a topic for an episode, or you just really want us to hype you up during fake ads. And or you can get one of the previous things. And or, yeah, if you don't want to do that. And or you can get a sticker inside of a drinkware of your choice. I'll send you both. Cool. Um, So please play. We think it's going to be fun. And if no one ends up getting a bingo, then you had a good time anyway. <laughs> or actually not, because none of these are very positive. <laughs> no, none of them are positive. They're all really tragic. <laughs> um, But we're going to start it. Paula, Day, do you want to start it? When should we start it? We'll start it... Um whenever we post it next week i don't know next week probably tuesday of next week and if any of these things have happened oh well you you can get to mark that space off but it's all online don't even have to print out anything and if you ever get a bingo just screenshot it and tag us in it cool cool if anything we'll have fun paul if you get a bingo i'll send you a sticker Ooh, cool (laughs) I feel like I should I'm get a sticker s- anyway, but I'm going to send you a sticker anyway, but you know, you'll get another one to do with whatever you want with multiple stickers from our Ooh. Ooh. This episode, of course, is brought to you by stickers and not just our stickers, just stickers in general. Do you want to have a cheap and easy prize? Try stickers. Stickers. I've been peeling a sticker off my laptop while we've been talking. Stickers. It's not really a promotion of stickers, to- but 
it needed to come off. I kind of spilled coffee on it the other morning. And it's really damp, so it needed to come off. Okay, okay. This episode's also brought to you by mugs for holding your coffee and not spilling them on your laptop and stickers. <laughs> At least your laptop survived, though. No, it was barely, like, the sticker was on, like, the bottom corner of my laptop, so it, like, more so was coffee on my desk, but it just, Wait, you like... put stickers on the inside of your laptop? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I have a sign that says Merry Christmas that I have held up by scotch tape and mm. it gets really like moist in Correction, my room. You had a sign. <laughs> I had a sign. Well, the other half's still up, but okay. it gets really damp in my room and the tape doesn't hold. So that was that falling down for the eighth time today and I get scared. Okay, what were we talking about before that? Oh, we were talking about um, why I put stickers on the inside of my laptop. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, like underneath the keyboard. Like by the mouse, by the trackpad. Under, oh, still wrong. For a second, I thought you meant like underneath the keys. No, like so the keyboard's up here and then I have below it, I have my trackpad, but I have like two and a half inches of space on each side. Yeah, I know. That's just boring. So I have very sassy, aggressive stickers. Wow. On no, that okay. I don't want people to see on the outside. Okay, fine. Whatever. Anyway, today we're going to talk about the Disney College program because we, we couldn't think of anything else to talk about. And Paul had a story to tell me, and oh, it's, it's related to the college program. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just make this our college program episode part one, because I feel like this is not going to be the only time we talk about the college program on this podcast. This is like one of those tweet threads where it's like one out of x because i don't know yeah. how long the thread's gonna be yet no we have no idea it, it's gonna be a continuing continuing saga what i was kind of thinking before you tell your story and before we get into the other insane things that happen on a college program yeah uh, i think we should tell them how we met because that's how we became friends was oh, on true. a college that's program true. and i actually really like the story of how we met i think it's pretty funny because i'm a creeper it's kind of creepy when you, like, think about, like, if we weren't still friends, I'd be like, so listen, and it would be creepy. But, like, since we are still friends, it's not weird now in right. context. <laughs> sure. So to preface this story, I am really bad at meeting people. So when I started my Disney College program, I was like, I'm going to be very good and active about meeting people and making friends. And I was for one day. But as it turns out, <laughs> that was good enough. And it's and it's hard to like once you've started working and everything, it's hard to like actively meet people outside of your work location because you only spend your time at your work location. Or at home or, or at home. With the friends that you already have. So exactly. So. To also preface the story, I feel like we've talked about it before, but Paul is also very tall. It's true. Wait, why is <laughs> that relevant is... to this story? It's because that's how you... Okay. That's how you... Yeah. So let's just tell the story instead of continuing to preface it. Okay. So we're we're checking in to Patterson Court, where we lived on the college program. And to check in, you have to pull out like your ID, and you have to have a whole bunch of forms and stuff. So Brie pulls out her ID... And is in line in front of me. And I'm like, hey, you have a Washington State ID. I am also from Washington State. And so I recognize your ID. So and we should be friends. So then but we did she that added thing. me on Facebook. But to preface 
that whole thing, we did that thing where I was like, you're like, oh, well, you said you had a Washington State ID. And I said, oh, I'm from the Seattle area. And then you said the specific town you were from. And I was like, oh, my God, he's from Washington. that town is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's how we met. That's how we became friends. Uh, yeah, you were only the second person I met after moving to Florida. I think you were the first person I officially met. Besides my roommate, who was at check-in. Yeah. And now we're still friends. So obviously that worked out friends. really well. And also we had a mutual friend on Facebook. That was weird. <laughs> we did. That was weird. <laughs> but bound to happen when you're from the same regional area. And yeah. so the college program. The college program. Do you want to tell... Let's let's tell the stories of our college programs. And when I say that, okay. I don't mean like... I don't mean like all of the stories. I mean like give the overarching narrative of well you did two. I only did one, but you've done two. Yeah. So you do okay. your first one and then I'll do mine and then you can finish again. Okay, so like what do you mean by overarching narrative? Like I mean, I don't know. How how did it go? Okay. Um so my college program was my first time ever flying alone. Yeah. Me oh, too. my cat's back. <gasps> Hi. 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 She just woke up. Can you say hello? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I did this. Well, we both did the Spring Advantage so program. Something I like think that. Spring Quarter it. Advantage. Spring Quarter Advantage. And it goes from April to August. Um, and so that was my first time flying alone. I uh, flew all the way to Florida by myself with just my suitcases. And, um, suitcase yeah, and a dream. <laughs> four suitcases and a dream but well, well yeah same idea uh so i flew by myself um i knew all my roommates ahead of time i met them on facebook um kind of last minute they i didn't really meet and know them until like march before my program um and i worked at living with the land at epcot i lived on the top floor of a building in patterson court which, for those of you who don't know, Patterson Court was the newest, but also the furthest, and the only one without a bus stop. So you'd have to sprint to your bus every day. I assume everyone else had to also. I wasn't the only one running viciously to catch my bus. So let's be clear here. Patterson was not that far from a bus stop. It's not... We make it, it sound... Like down the street and around a corner. Yeah, but it's not... We make it sound like it's, like, way far out there. It's yeah. not that far. It was not that far. But when you only left yourself like 10 minutes to get ready for work. And oh, yeah, it took to five minutes to walk there. but Yeah. Um, but I lived in the back corner of Patterson also on the top floor. So it was usually a sprint down three flights of stairs across the complex, out the complex, to the bus. Um, I loved my first college program. Obviously, I loved it so much I did a second college program. Um I think it really helped me grow as a human. I definitely feel like I became a better person because of Disney. Um, Not necessarily because of the slave labor they had us do, but (laughs) because of just getting to meet all of the people you meet and getting to experience all the things you do. And how many times in your life can you say I worked on a ride at Disney World? Like... (laughs) Um, it also taught me a lot of independence too. Not that I wasn't a pretty independent person before Disney, but it's something totally different when you don't have a car. You don't, you know, like maybe six people when you first, like that first week, you know, your roommates and you know, the people you meet at check-in and that's it. (laughs) 
and your family is 3,000 miles away from you. I think it's totally different for kids who, like us from Washington, who fly down to Florida to do the college program. It's totally different because your family's not the next state over, like a lot of kids who do it. It's my parents might be able to come see me because it's 3,000 miles away. It's a whole vacation to go visit your kid on the college program. Not to mention the time change is really isolating too. Um, And yeah, so I felt like it forced me to grow up a lot and it forced me to just like discover new parts about myself that I didn't really know before, which is really cool. Um, It taught me a lot of work ethic. Like nowhere else in your life will you be on your your feet for 20 hours in a day, like from start to finish. And then like, like there were some mornings when training at Living with the Land where I would get up at what, like 3.30 in the morning to get ready for work to catch the first bus to Epcot. (laughs) Then you'd work for nine hours and then have to wait for the whatever length of bus ride home. Like it was insane. And don't get me wrong. It is the best experience I've ever done in my life. I would not trade a second of my college program for anything, but it breaks you and forces you to become a new person because it's, it's hard. And that was just my first college program. I was a baby. I was, I was little. I was 19, but it's tough. Um, so I know mine, I worked at Great Movie Ride, which was really fun because I did theater in high school. So getting to like perform and um, do shows for people, you know, a dozen times a day. That was really awesome. I would like to point out that Paul was really good at his job. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You were really um, good at it. Uh, standing up for, you know, we, we'd work 13 hour shifts sometimes. Um that's really hard. Um, it's exhausting. I'm actually really grateful that I worked at Movie Ride because being on a vehicle meant that you did get to sit down sometimes, um, which is really great. There, would, you know, most of the time people are like, oh, I don't really want to take a show right now, um, but every now and then you'd be like, Yeah, I really want to because I want to sit down. Right. Um, I know I look back on it now and I have really positive memories and and feelings about it, but. Um, having talked to my girlfriend about it, like, especially afterwards when I've talked to other people about it. And while she was there, she's like, I don't, you have a very different recollection from what you conveyed to me at the time. Totally. So yeah, I mean, I totally understand that. Cause I, I was, you know, I cried. I, my, I, my feet hurt the whole time and not just like, well, yeah. like, like the whole time, the whole summer, it took me. How long did it take you before your feet stopped hurting? I think it took me a good, like, month or so after being back. I'm not going to lie. Um, it took until the last month of my program because my shoes ripped in half when I was working one day. Like, the sole ripped off my shoes. Well, I'm talking and... about after being back. Oh, no, no, no. And I got new shoes for work. Oh, and I then see. after I got the expensive Disney shoes they had to take out of my paycheck, my feet actually didn't hurt anymore. And so I really wonder if I would have just had those from the beginning if I wouldn't yeah. have had sore huh. feet. Huh. Now you yeah. Know. Now you um, know. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it was my my own fault. Um, the my you know pain and suffering. Uh, oh, fair. You know, self inflicted in terms of not seeing people and hanging out with people more. Um, just because I'm really bad at at doing that. And it's hard. Like you're on so many different schedules that like trying to find a day to hang out with people that you're like, well, I have an hour between this shift and being off if you want to like maybe try to make it to a park. Yeah. But but the really painful part for me was 
and I'm only I'm really only talking about the bad stuff at the moment, not because it was a bad experience, just because like that is where this train of thought was taking me. Um, yeah. So the most isolating thing in the world. So because I'm so bad at making friends, asking people to do things, all sorts of things. Uh, very frequently, I would go to the parks by myself, which is really cool. You get to do a lot of fun stuff. But yeah. there is nothing more isolating in the world than being alone with that many people. And in particular, that many groups of families and friends. Yeah. And it's not just because, you know, they ask you how many and you say one and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it's, you know, just seeing all these people and yeah, it's really isolating and sad. No, totally. But it's also like, I just need a break for a minute from, you know, being around people because if you're working at Disney, especially and in particular, you know, guest facing, so you're not, you know, back of house or, or cooking or whatever the clothes, uh, I don't remember what that's called. Oh, like costumes. Costuming. If you're not in any of those, then you're guest facing. Um, constantly. And so you're just constantly b- bombarded with people. And personally, I'm not super extroverted. I'm not Me completely either. introverted either, um, which is good because I, I do not think you can work there and be introverted. Um, you don't have to I'm, be extroverted, but you, oh, can't I was like, be, you can't be introverted. I'm a huge people-pleasing introvert, though. So, like, it's a good balance of I really want to make everyone around me happy, but I really hate doing it. <laughs> I hate you, but I'm going to make you very happy. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that feeling. Yeah, but it's it's so, there's so, it, it's so weird. It's like yeah. college, but you're working all the time and everyone is really into Disney. <laughs> well, yeah. and I say that kind of as a joke, but also like, you know, that's a particular kind of person. No, totally. And... I feel like at first I thought I'd never felt more like found in my entire life because I'd never been around so many people that got it. Like, but especially up here where we live, there's not a lot of Disney nerds that like hardcore hit Disney. And like when we first moved in, just seeing all these people our age that were as crazy as we were. It was nice at first. Yeah. So I should also specify my roommates i ended up moving in with um a group of guys whose roommate had left i don't remember why maybe he got kicked out i don't recall mm-hmm. um but so they'd already been living together for a few months um so that was additionally isolating it wasn't yeah. any of their faults right that's just kind of how it worked out um and they were all good roommates so no big issues there well if we want a little bit of tea of my roommate situation Go my first my, my first program. My second program, I love my roommates to death. I still talk to them all the time. Like, great experience. First program, I had two roommates that I was, like, particularly close with. One roommate, and I'm not going to say any names because in case they ever listen to this podcast, um, yeah, uh, they'll know who they are. One roommate uh, snuck her girlfriend who was not in the college program in, and she lived in our apartment for, like, two months. Don't know how it happened. Don't know how we didn't get in trouble, but we didn't. Um, and then we had one roommate that self-termed about... Self-termed is quitting. Oh, they quit. Yeah, they quit the program about three weeks in because her boyfriend broke up with her or something. It was a real real bad reason, but that would have 
was her second college program. And none of us really liked her anyway. So there was that one. And then there was the roommate that I shared a bedroom with. And she seemed really cool at first. Like, she had really nice parents. Like, they helped me move in and stuff. And, you know, she was the first of my roommates that I met online and kind of connected with. And we seemed to get along really well. And then she just got crazy. And mind you, I'm not a big fan of calling other girls crazy. Like, that's not that's not what I vibe with. She would watch me sleep. And when I say watch me sleep, I don't mean sit up in her bed and watch me sleep. If for anyone that's never done a college program, you usually have twin beds it shared in a room. Um, she would stand over me and watch me sleep. And she would do like really passive aggressive things and like move my stuff around in the bathroom and just a bunch of weird stuff. And her mom sent us all a Facebook message on the last night of the program, sarcastically thanking us for ruining their daughter's experience. Meanwhile, the roommate, the one that was watching me, was sleeping around and cheating on her boyfriend and we all knew about it. She was just a bad person. So I hope she listens to this and hears how much I still think about that and still don't like her. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's <laughs> You're just, something else. Just just staring at me. Just oh god. Wow. Yeah. Nah, I don't have much to say to that. Um, yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. See, the thing about <laughs> guys who do the Disney College program is well, A, most of them are gay, but yes. B, uh, they are either really passive-aggressive or super chill and just level, uh, and most of my roommates were level. There were a few that weren't, but they were still nice and reasonably respectful, so no major complaints. Go to your second program, because I'm uh, my- tired of talking about sad stuff. Okay, we're not going to talk about sad stuff anymore, because we have a lot of fun... Uh, memories that we have to talk about it too. Oh man, like, I have so many good stories. We have good memories. So, um, my second program, I did summer alumni. It's a program that they don't offer every year. Um, it's a very competitive program. You have to pretty much apply the second an application drops. Yeah, so it's summer alumni. It runs from May to August. So literally, was only a month later than my first program. So it was essentially the same amount of time. Uh, I worked at Auto Plaza in Hollywood Studios. For those of you who don't know, it's where you pay for parking. Um. Except for they name it as an attraction, and when you do, like, park orientation, you do it with the parking people. So, yeah, so I did it with parking people. I thought that meant I was in the parking lot. And first of all, I wore the wrong dress shoes to walk around for 12 hours because it ended up being almost a 12-hour day because they made us walk the entirety of the parking lot. I don't know why because they're mean and evil and awful, but it was raining and I was soaked and my shoes, I had blisters so bad my feet were bleeding and the auto plaza people weren't even there when they went to try to leave me there for orientation. So they made me just stay with the parking lot people. <laughs> and I have never cried so hard after a day of a college program. I called my roommate sobbing and made her come pick me up because she had a car. <laughs> Yes, if you do the Disney College program, one thing we should note is either have a car or be very nice to someone who does. Very quickly. Very yes. quickly find someone that has a car that you like and that you trust to drive you. Yes. Yes, that makes like all the, person, the difference. like the person, not necessarily the car. The car is <laughs> The car doesn't matter. 
Uh, I got really lucky in my second program and half my roommates had cars. So it was never really a problem of getting a ride somewhere, especially because most of us worked at the same park. So it was usually like, hey, you want to take me to work today? I'll go work an hour early if you drive me. That's fine. (laughs) Um, No, my second program was great. I lived at uh, Vista, the crusty, gross old um, apartment. We had a refrigerator in our living room. We got several warnings from housing for violating their code of whatever. We kept hanging stuff on our door outside. Um, One of my roommates was a decently famous Disney vlogger. And so I would get recognized at work from being in her videos. Like people would be like, hey, I saw you in a video last week. And I'd be like, oh, hey, thanks. Um, So that was wild. Uh, We started an Instagram account for a stuffed frog and ran it like he was a real person all summer. Um, I worked 70-hour weeks through mid-June to to late July when my program was over. Um, I was the richest out of all my roommates. I had literally thousands of dollars in my bank account at a time because I never not worked. People say that you lose a lot of money doing the college program you do and you can for sure you can uh depending on how you do it how you eat how you all sorts of things um especially if you have a job that is asking you to work like i work 60 hour weeks yeah you just it's almost a challenge to spend more money than you're making because a you're making a decent bit of money now granted it's still florida so you're still making minimum ish wage it was ten dollars an hour when we were there Um, an hour i don't know if that's changed i don't know anyway but you're also getting overtime pay because you're working more than 40 hours and you're also working more than eight hours a day so i mean that money does add up but then also you just don't have the time because you're always at work to spend money (laughs) yes um one weekend of my second program, I had that previous week fit 65 hours into five days. <laughs> um, how? So I was Wait, how? That 65 into five days? Wait. Maybe, okay, I mean, it, maybe I mean, it works like it's possible, but how? Correction. Yeah, that's 13 hours a day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the math, like I said, the math works out. I was like, wait, is, that seems right. Yeah, uh, it was awful. Um, and I was just coming off of 10 days straight at that point also. So it was the 65 hours in the last five days of my week. Um, and that was because the college program that merged with mine had just ended. So I was like one of four CPs that was left. And so I would basically get there when it opened and le- like leave when it closed every single day. <laughs> Fun fact, I was the last college program student who was trained for the Great Movie Ride. So there was one other college program student who came in after me, but he had already done it, I believe. Yeah. So I was the last one to be trained on Great Movie Ride. That is incredible. That is something to hold with you forever. I know. I have a... So on the Great Movie Ride, and as far as I understand, they were trying to keep this around. Uh, I do not know if it survived, but there's a wall of handprints backstage, or there was, um... I know that they were trying to keep that around, but with the construction for Mickey and Minnie, I have no idea if it survived or not. Who knows? Uh, So everyone, when they are finished training, puts their handprint and signs it on the wall. Sad. It's pretty cool. 
That is so cool. It's cool that you were the last one, though. That's, like, something to, like, brag about. Yeah. I think there was another one who, like, didn't finish training or something. Um, You were the last one. I'm the last one. Whatever. (laughs) Maybe there's technicalities and I wasn't quite the last one. But whatever. I'm the last one. It's me. We're calling it. It was follows the last one. Um, Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Uh, But so I'd worked the 65-hour week. One of my roommates was like, hey, me and a friend are going to hoop-de-doo, but we got the nice seats. Do you want to join us? I can add you on. And the nice seats, even with a cast discount, are like 110 bucks a ticket. Like, it's expensive. Um, and I was like, absolutely, I want to go. And then my other friend goes, wait, are we both, like, all of us off that day during the day? And we're like, yeah, like, we all have a weekend together, which never happens. You will never have, a, like, a weekend with your roommates or your friends. I think what, Paul, you and I had three days the entire program that were off together that, that we knew about i'm sure there were other ones there might have been other ones but there were like three coordinated days that were like yeah. for sure off but so we realized we all had the whole weekend off together and mind you this was an actual saturday sunday weekend off together which in some ways is actually the worst if you're planning to go to the parks because yeah, like right? they're the busiest days so we, in the morning before Hoopty Doo, we did the Wild Africa Trek, which is also over $100. And then we went to Hoopty Doo. And then the next day wasn't my weekend. So it was a because mo- we went on a Sunday. So it was a Monday. So I called out of work to skip and go to the beach with my roommates because I didn't want to go back to work after 65 hours. Yeah, but-, but that was the most money I spent on that college program consecutively was like a $300 weekend but at that point I was just trying to blow money I was like I I haven't spent money I haven't gone grocery shopping I haven't <laughs> done anything with money in weeks I bought a Nintendo Switch yeah I remember that day very vividly you being like I bought a Switch and I'm like what do you mean you bought a Switch you're like I'm walking to go get it from like the office and I'm like uh no I walked to 7-Eleven at night so I got home so Wait, I sent it, it was 7-Eleven? So I, I sent it to the Amazon locker, and the closest one, at least at the time, was the 7-Eleven over by the Publix. So I walked there, and I like I got home at like 10 o'clock, because that's just what time you get home, 10-11. And I was like, I could just go tomorrow, I'm off tomorrow, but I really want to play with you this. So I to the walked at to the 7-Eleven at night, and that's not a super Alone? Like, nice 7-Eleven. So you will recall, I am a white, tall male, so I have the privilege to do that and feel not as unsafe. Yeah. But yes, I did walk and I carried a Nintendo Switch back all the way to Patterson. I would have Ubered. Just kidding. Don't ever Uber alone in Florida. Yeah, it feels weird. It's fine if you do it with other people. Yes. But but doing it alone uh... is so scary. So I've only done it twice maybe maybe once i want to say once and i'd gone to the magic kingdom on the third of july mistake um and to get home the bus wait that's the same day wait the third of july yeah that was the day that i walked to the because the next different programs okay sorry yeah so this is my second program um and i had gone to the magic kingdom and then i was gonna go back on the cp bus but the cp bus either picks up at the poly or the contemporary or the grand flow but i don't know where at the grand flow it's across the street yeah it's somewhere weird that i've never found so i just don't go there uh so i went to the contemporary because you could walk and the line for the bus 
was at least 150 people deep. It was just CPs, all international CPs, mind you. Um, so I was like, okay, I can either go upstairs to the Cove bar and have a drink and wait, or for the same price, I can get an Uber home. So I opted for the Uber. You definitely should have gone to the Cove. What were you doing? (laughs) I was sweaty from Magic Kingdom and I didn't think they would accept me. It was the Cove after 930 on a weekend, like. Whatever, man. Whatever, man. But I was in the Uber and I did the responsible thing that every female knows to do when you're in an Uber alone in a different city is you send it to everyone. You make sure every person within either calling distance or your who's your mom it knows you're in that Uber and I share it on Uber. Like I have a list of like 10 people that get notified when I get in an Uber. Um, and I'm in the Uber and this guy's like nice, just making casual small talk. He had really good reviews. So I like didn't feel weird about it. And he's making like just small talk, like asking me like, do I live here? Like how long am I here for? And I was just like, you know, just casual small talk. We get back to the housing complex And thank God this like serendipity moment happened as I'm getting out of the Uber. I see my friend getting off the bus from work. And as I'm getting out of this Uber, this man goes, so can I save your number? I would love to meet up sometime. Like we should hang out. And I said, no, thanks. And he's like, are you sure I could take you out? And I said, no, thank you. And he's like, I think I might just save your number. And I said, please don't save my number. And I literally have never gotten out of an Uber so fast in my entire life. Scary. And man's might still have my number, but he's never tried to call me. So, (laughs) but creepy. So don't get an Ubers alone, especially if you move to Florida and do a college program and you're a female, mostly if you're a female. (laughs) I felt uncomfortable in Ubers, not for that reason, just because Ubers in general kind of make me uncomfortable. Oh, totally. Just, yeah, I don't like being with strangers. And anyway, speaking of cars, I want to bring up the story, which is the whole reason we were talking about the college program. Okay. <laughs> Please bring it up. Okay, so I don't think anyone will know the story anymore, or will we'll learn the story anymore because no one's going to live over there. But okay. there's this Shell station over by Patterson and the Commons and Chatham, closer to Chatham, and the gas there is really expensive. We're talking like six, seven dollars. It's ridiculous. And it's always that price. And there are other gas stations around it that are normal priced gas stations. And nobody seems to know the actual answer as to why that gas station costs so much. But the story I heard, and I believe I heard this from multiple people, and I love the story so much that if it's not true, I'm going to be so sad. I, I cannot confirm that this story is true. So if you happen to know the actual truth please let us know because i would be fascinated to learn it but the story that i heard was the person who owns it wanted to own a convenience store but didn't want to own a gas station so what they did was bought the gas station for the convenience store that was attached to it and then just priced the gas really high so they didn't have to worry about it what i have no idea if that's true i it's almost certainly not, right? Like, that's absurd. There's no way that's possibly true. N- no, but hear me out. That is so absurd that it, that it makes to be true, Florida right? sense. Yeah. Like, that seems like a Florida man kind of story. Yeah. Florida man buys gas station for a convenience store and prices gas so high he just, so no one buys it. Right. Even though a lot of CPs do end up buying it because they run their cars till they're almost out of gas and then really need to panic get gas before work. And so they have to go there. That is also honestly probably 
more likely the reason that it costs so much. But what? my story is way funnier, and I really hope that's the case. Your story is way funnier. I know. Yeah. Oh, I have like weird flashbacks when you say that gas station. Like I can see it in my head, like on the bus and going never to work. Anybody there? Never. Anybody no. There. Never anybody there. The lights are always on. Or so we think. Or Maybe it's just haunted. Um, but I guess the whole point of all of this is, and we'll definitely tell more stories as we go on. We have, oh, have hundreds so of thousands yeah. of stories from our college programs. We have to tell the story of the du- of our, our time on Dueling Dragons. Not not today, dueling. but Oh, yeah. At uni- yeah, totally. To Universal. Oh, yeah. No, totally. I don't know why parents let their kids do this. <laughs> it's not a secret what it's like. Um, you will do shady ish while you're there at least i did sometimes you'll get in cars with people you barely know one time we put all six of our roommates in a four-seat car and drove on the freeway home (laughs) because no one wanted to take the bus um (laughs) do remember it's called the disney college program yeah because everybody is in college and when you're in college you do dumb stuff you do do dumb stuff but you're now mixing dumb stuff with people on vacation and being surrounded by people on vacation like i cannot think of a a a possible way to do dumber things you know it's almost a shame that both of us were in very committed relationships when we were on our college programs because the tinder stories my friends have from college programs and like hooking up with people from all over the world that are there on vacation (laughs) oh man i didn't even think about that yeah so weird Maybe we'll have a guest on sometime. I have a couple of people who could talk about it and yeah. tell their stories of dating on the DCP. Sure. Yeah, let's do that for Valentine's um, Day. Absolutely. We can have guests of dating on the DCP. And then we could talk about long distance on the DCP too, because a lot of people do that also. But I don't know why parents let their kids do this. It is literally sending your child... Like, you think sending your child unsupervised to college is one thing. This is sending them unsupervised to Disney World. <laughs> and not just to Disney World, but to Disney World where everyone there around is also in college. I bought plane tickets to New York at three o'clock in the morning for a trip like um, less than a month later because me and my roommate just decided on the way home from Universal one night that we wanted to go to New York. You are a lot braver than I am, but... Reckless. <laughs> it brings out the recklessness in children, hyped up with the magic of Disney. And actually that transitions to that's exactly why you should do it. Yeah, that's true. It makes you a better person. It, totally. So I people will ask me, like, did you enjoy doing it? And I'll usually tell them the story of, you know, well, I say yes, but my girlfriend says that I sounded miserable and she's probably right, which is true. Totally was to depressed most of the program. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but also it completely changed me as a person. I'm significantly more outgoing. I'm still still not, you know, extroverted, but totally. I, I am way more outgoing Bree and I went to Universal once, and she didn't know how to pronounce the word Richter, and kept telling me that I was wrong, and and the I kind of thing that I would never ever do before, you know, before oh I, I worked at Disney. I asked, uh, went up to some random people and said, "Hi, do you see that sign? What does that word say? Because we can't agree on how to pronounce it." And I think they oh, said, totally... sorry, were were they German? I think they, they were German. They were German and they said Reichter because we're German. Yeah. But I don't know if that helps you. I literally had forgotten that happened. Yeah. yeah. 
like I remember our time at Universal together fondly. Like it was a fun trip. There was a lot of Universal. crazy things that happened. That we have to have an entire episode about that because we'll oh boy, to. we have some absolutely insane things happen. Anyway, wow. But like it just you become so much better at talking to people and um you know way better at guest focused work i guess um, yeah <laughs> like just just being able to communicate with people effectively both people who are on your team but then also people who are customers and being able to read and interpret what they actually want even if that's not exactly what they say there's a famous joke you know what time is the three o'clock parade the question is not what time is the parade right clearly they know the answer right that the parade is at three o'clock what they're actually asking is where is the parade where should i stand who can i see you know what what time does it actually going to come through here that's the kind of thing that they're they're asking and so to be able to look at a problem or a question and dig down and, and figure out you know what does this actually mean what are you actually asking um, and doing that on the fly really quickly that's why you should do the college program because it, it does you know yes it pads your resume and it looks really good um yes it's fun yes you do really weird stuff but also it changes you and makes you a, a different in my opinion better person I, i'm sure there are plenty of people Absolutely. who come out of the college program a worse person um yeah but i, I know personally i came out uh, a better you know person both personally and just with more and more varied skills on that note it also gives you this weird superpower where now anytime you are in a public place someone will find you and ask you to take their picture and you'll be really good at it you'll be really good at it literally the week i came home from my first program i went to pike place with my boyfriend like five or six people stopped me and asked me to take their picture and it happens everywhere I go. Pumpkin patches, parents will stop me. I go to a park, parents will stop me. And I'm just like, it must be printed on my forehead in invisible parent ink that I am a trustworthy, good person to take your picture, I guess. How long did it take you to stop pointing with two fingers? I haven't. I, I, I did. It took me a few months. But if I'm giving directions, I will still point with two fingers. I'll do like my two fingers or my whole hand. I'll be like, so you want to go like that way. But it's always two fingers. And it's just I'm like, and military time. My phone, I have not switched it out of 24 hour time since I've left Disney. It took me a while to, yeah, get used again to the way that the regular world works, at least in the States. Okay. Did you know that the rest of the world works on the 24 hour clock? Because it's way better. It's way better. If you haven't tried it, try it. I try actually it. really like it. It's so good. I've gotten really good at figuring out what time that means. My laptop's on 24-hour time. My phone's on 24-hour time. My Fitbit's on 24-hour time. Anything I have around me that I have control over, whether it's a 24-hour or 12-hour, it's on 24-hour time. Thanks, Disney. No, but as soon as it's open again, if you are in college and you are listening to this, it is the best experience you can ever do. And the hardest. It's and the hardest. super it, hard. It's hard. And I will never sugarcoat it to anyone because I've now had a couple of friends do it because I've done it. And they thought it was so fun and magical. But the first thing I told them was, you will cry just as much as you have fun. Like, I cannot count a day that I did not cry in some variety on the bus home from work. <laughs> yeah. I didn't cry on the way home from work, usually. I mean, I did on the inside. But that was mostly because I was listening to the Mariners. Because conveniently, I got on the bus at the same time the games would start. 
Yeah, I would either cry on the way home or in the shower when I got home. Mm. Um, and then once I turned 21, I would usually go get wine and cry in the shower. In the shower? Oh, oh, oh I wouldn't drink the wine in the shower. I'd have to go somewhere oh. for wine because we had a dry apartment because I lived with under oh, 21 right. people. Yeah, yeah. But no, I would cry in the shower most times. Um, it's it's really therapeutic, and I've continued that tradition post Disney because I was never a crier shower before Disney. But it's a really good place to get your feelings out. So just good practice before you go. <laughs> no, but we loved our programs. At least I hope we did. At least I hope I'm speaking for both of us. Yeah. When I say, even though the people around us are like, "You were miserable," and it's like, "No, I loved it. It was the best best four and months of my life." Just to kind of play devil's advocate i guess here we, we were let's be real right like we yeah. were miserable and oh, there totally. were times that totally sucked i had some super deep depression um but i think that that also helped me to grow personally um yeah. and also some of the greatest moments that like of my life really were there um yeah and that is amazing and it opened so many opportunities to me oh yeah for sure there's not anyone that you'd like, especially when interviewing for jobs that looks at your resume and goes, Disney World? How many times have you gotten asked, were you Mickey Mouse? Actually, once since I've started doing Zoom interviews mm. because they can't see how tall I am. Oh, see, I get asked that too. I'm 6'4 and I get asked that question. I'm like, I'm too tall to be literally any character in Disney. Thank you for asking. Yeah, 6'2 no, is the cap, Mickey right? Mouse. Uh, I think 6'2 or 6'3, yeah. It's mm. the max. Yeah, yeah, no, I've never been asked, I've been asked that once on Zoom, but to their credit, I, you can't tell how tall I am sitting at my desk, so, but no, I've uh, never been asked that in person, I have been asked if I was a character, and I said, oh god, no. <laughs> I did consider going to character auditions, but I Really? Yeah, they actually were having them in Seattle uh, no, for, I, our, for our program, but I I seen them, I just, I was like, meh, I wouldn't be good at anything, and I'm too just too big to be most of the female characters too tall or yeah like most of them are capped at five six and a size four which i'm not also because <laughs> they're tiny but well you recall minnie is literally a mouse as is mickey that's, that's true you know they're like an inch tall so <laughs> how can anyone be them when you know they are mickey and minnie Stuart no one Little. plays mickey and minnie there's only one Mickey and Minnie, Paul. No one can be them. Uh, they're right. Sorry. <laughs> I just have a lot of friends. But last note, uh, they're set to reopen applications if everything goes well vaccination-wise and COVID-wise. Opening applications in late 2021, so probably end of December 2021, for a spring program in 2022 is right now the goal. They'll probably open in August for a I spring think that they, 22 program. Well, I just think that they would wait because they don't know mm. even for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's true everything's gonna be different so yeah we don't even know if you listening to us about talk about the college program if you'll even get to have the same experiences because it might look completely different after this so we'll keep telling our stories because they're good stories and it was the best time of our lives because it came out better and it created this podcast without yeah, the disney go. college program we wouldn't be here i know it's true so if you want to see more, um, I think in our stories this week on Instagram, I'll share memories from our programs. So if people want to go watch them and that's at Signal 25 podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the same handle at Signal 25 podcast. And this week we are now on TikTok 
at Signal 25 Podcast. I'm going to do a whole behind-the-scenes series of how we podcast and how we make it happen every week, which I'm not even sure we even know how we make it happen every week yet. But I'm going to learn a lot from your half of this, and I'm sure... I'm sure I'll you have like, to send you something to. Abs- oh, you will have to send me something, but people are going to learn a lot of how we how we do this, what we do. Cool, that sounds fun. But if you have any of your own stories or questions or comments or just feel like saying hi, shoot us a, a direct message on Twitter or Instagram or does TikTok have those? I have no idea. Probably uh, they do have them, yeah, but I don't know how they work yet. So like, be patient. So don't with me send, if you send me something on TikTok. On TikTok. You can send uh, me a TikTok, though. I know how that works. Great. Send Brie yeah. all of your favorite TikToks because she just got into this and she's just figuring out how it works. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Brie. And I'm Paul. And this has been Signal 25. And that's the podcast. <laughs> that's the podcast. <laughs>